0: It's gonna be 71 degrees today, guys. I'm gonna go for a nice stroll, and I can't wait. Are
1: you gonna run?
2: No,
0: I'm gonna
1: burn some calories. No, I power walk. You're making a big lunch today, bro. <laughs> Oh,
0: shots fired. Don't be shaming, folks. Time for an Orlov Wow, look at that suit. It's great. Dan, <laughs> I think I look great, Dan. It's a, Never a better suit. Blue. Dan, what is the key blue. to tonight's game between the Chiefs and the Broncos? Yeah, so
1: this Kansas City secondary is just so physical at the line of scrimmage. Can they continue to do that against the Denver Bronco offense? And really, it's going to be about the Broncos receivers trying to find ways to win at the point of attack. But Jerry Sneed, if you're watching tonight, keep your eyes on him when the ball gets snapped. He tries to physically assault wide receivers at the line of scrimmage when the ball gets snapped. If players like Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Den- or Marvin Mims, see that play right there, struggle with that, That's going to be a long night for the Broncos offense. This Kansas City defense in many ways has almost become like an equal strength when it comes to football team as well as their offense.
0: All right, let's keep it rolling here, guys. Looking forward to this one Sunday. The Chargers in Dallas, <clears throat> excuse me, where Kellen Moore, the Chargers' new play caller, will face his former team in Dallas. The Cowboys also have a first-year play caller for their squad, and Mike McCarthy, who took over the reins after Moore was fired. Now, Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert both ranked top 10 in QBR and completion percentage this season. However, Herbert... Has been more aggressive throwing downfield while having three fewer interceptions than Dak, despite playing in one fewer game. Okay, Dan, which play caller is going to have more success this weekend? Do you think it's McCarthy?
1: Come on, or Moore? Kellen Moore. Okay, one, he's a better play caller. Two,
3: he's Mike, got- Mike McCarthy would disagree. Actually, well, obviously, because
1: he fired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who he runs point, more yeah. than like three plays, and you know the Cowboys' offense is you know here's a stop route. Is rough. that elementary? It's very predictable. Right. Have you seen the thing with Fred right? Warner? Fred <laughs> yeah. Warner the other day when he was uh, he did like I believe an interview. Who's the linebacker for San Francisco? Yeah. And he. Calls out the play when the Cowboys ran like a mesh on yeah. third down, which is receivers running towards yeah. each other, and he goes and covers it and then sacks Dak Prescott. He knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. It's very, they run basically like stop routes, which is run five yard stop, they run slant routes, and they run like go routes. There, there's not much else in their offense. Yeah. And um, because of the predictability of it, it's standstill and stagnant. I've said it's archaic and antiquated. I mean, Kellen Moore's is so much more diverse. And the what he's done with their offense and the Chargers is like, first of all, it's a top-five offense in the NFL right now, the Los Angeles Chargers. It's one of the top-five offenses when it comes to throwing the ball downfield. The difference is they don't turn the ball over. Like, that. that's the, – the, the, on a play-by-play basis or, excuse me, drive-by-drive, like, that's a very difficult thing to do is be top-five, throw the ball downfield at a top-five rate, and not give the ball away. So – Like, this is a significant difference for me when it comes to who's better at play calling, who's better at creativity, who's better at putting players in positions to go play at their top level. It's Kellen Moore, but Mike McCarthy.
3: I just want to make things interesting and say, what if it's Mike McCarthy, actually? What if, after this season that we've seen so far, Mike McCarthy finally realizes this is not good enough? I... I'm going against the O.C. that I let go because I thought I knew better. He can't, he can't go to California and look crazy. He, he really can't. And I, I think what I'm hoping for the Cowboys is that they understand, like the 49ers game is a wake-up call, not just for Dak, not just for this defense, but for Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones, that they are not good enough right now, that Mike McCarthy has to be better. When I look at this game, I trust Dallas' defense more than I trust the Chargers' defense. So when I think about which offense will have more success, it is not that I think Kellen Moore's offense won't put up points, but they are going against the Dallas' Dallas's defense. And I, 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 I hope because I, looking at this Cowboys roster, it is too talented to look like this. They have too many good players for us to still have questions about Their offense, in which in the off season they talked about, oh, Dak said, as a quarterback, I will feel more comfortable in this. Like Mike McCarthy, it will be aggressive. Like, like, whatever vision y'all had in the off season, like it's time. It's time to kick that up.
1: They they get a new playbook.
3: Well, here's the thing: if you are Mike McCarthy and you think you know better, and you say scoring points is not putting up a lot of points is not the only way to win games then he has to be better. This is a moment for him, and it's not just, like, we talk a lot about Dak. He hasn't been good enough. So I think Mike McCarthy will hopefully show us something different.
4: Not a very convicted answer, though.
3: Uh, No.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, you, You gave a lot of ifs there. I, if, if I had a drink, if, if I had if some, what was with, with, is with, 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 is with, with, yeah? say, yeah, like LePortier? like that ain't that his uh his 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 liquor or whatever it is? Oh, by bro, the way, be speaking of, right of which,
0: Shannon's gonna be on the show tomorrow. Yes, so we'll okay. have Shannon Sharp with us here I tomorrow. Idina Menzel. Yeah.
1: What? Idina Menzel.
0: Oh, got it.
3: Good one. <laughs> Let it go. Oh, my gosh. And, and that was the moment everybody turned off their televisions. Thank you, Daniel, for that. You well, don't it- have
1: a remote control
4: like that. Look, it's Kellen Moore.
0: What? He's so on his own planet that I just can't. What do you mean people don't have remote controls? How do you change the channels on your TV?
1: Voice activated.
0: I don't use oh. voice activation. I use the remote.
1: You call it a clicker or a remote?
0: Remote. Who calls it a clicker, bro? I call it a clicker. Den, we're from Connecticut. No one calls it a clicker. Go ahead. Clicker. It's <laughs> just real,
4: bro. That's like what you use to watch film. Like <laughs> yeah. the clicker. Yeah, where'd you
0: learn? where you learn clicker when you played in the NFL? Because in Connecticut. <laughs> Why well, Connecticut? 15 years, we, ago. years ago. happened 15 Years ago.
4: You
1: guys ever there seen the Adam Sandler movie Click? No. You've never seen Click? No.
4: Great it's, movie.
3: Is it generational or? Cultural?
4: Is what the movie? Mm. Okay. No, it was made like 15 years ago. Okay, this conversation is like completely gone <laughs> off sideways, off, off <laughs> of like <Clintons laughs> and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like literally, yeah, it, Kellen Moore. Like, like, listen, first of all, Kellen Moore is in today's version of offense. That's that's it's very apparent. Like what Dan was talking about with Mike McCarthy is remember the whole Mike McCarthy took time, you know, took time off to and kind of study it. the study the inner, you know offenses, all that. And then this is what you come back with? Yeah. The same stuff that people were doing, like, in the 90s and the really, early 2000s is like, bro, come on. Like, you got to step your game up here. Okay, but here's the thing about Kellen Moore. Um, I do agree with you as far as the, the, the Dallas Cowboys defense is going to present a, a great challenge. Here's what I will say. Kellen Moore, being on that Dallas staff, he does understand their personnel on the defense side of the football and Dan- well no I'm saying he, the understand, per, the actual, yeah. he okay. understands okay. the personnel. he understands their their strengths and their weaknesses as far as the personnel is concerned and as far as a play caller that is what he can use to his advantage. I think that Justin Herbert is a is a far more dynamic quarterback than Dak Prescott is. Okay. The one thing about this this uh this uh Chargers offense they're going to throw the ball down the, they're going to push the ball down the field. No Trayvon Diggs in that secondary, mm-hmm. there's gonna be plenty of opportunities for big plays you know down what? the field. You know
3: what, D Wood? It is so funny that you mentioned that. Excellent points. However, um, I'm gonna get on you for one thing. I do believe you changed your answer from McCarthy to Kellen Moore. And I just wanna know. whoa. whoa, whoa I just wanna whoa, know whoa, why. Whoa. I just wanna whoa. know. Dan whoa. Bishop. You just First, lady just wa- First Lady just wants to know. Why? Like what? For the people? How? Wow. How are you going to switch up like, on the congregation you, like that?
0: Are you airing out dirty laundry? Mm.
4: She tr- yeah, she's trying. She's trying to air dirty laundry. Is that, that a true statement? Is that a
0: factual or not? Just let the people know. Listen,
3: I'm not going to listen. Oh, oh, oh. You
4: don't. You don't pull back the curtain and let. You know. You don't come pull on, back the curtain and stuff on, like on, that. Come on, wizard. You know, let's go. You don't do all that. I'm. I'm very disappointed in the First Lady right now for really trying to. You know. You're trying to split us right now. We I, were I'm split really on shocked.
3: get up. We were split. Yeah, yeah, yes. we were
4: yeah. beefing on get you up. I, I, did, I was trying not to bring that over here, yeah. but com-
3: I just want. But apparently, answers. you
4: really you, you continuously just, want to smoke. Because We this were on morning. the same
3: page on McCarthy, and then you came up and tried to switch up for Dan, and I'm just wondering why. Because we're supposed is to be. Usual. Why am I getting
1: thrown kid? on the bus? Uh,
3: that suit. I don't hey. know. I just want. What's wrong? Who's with winning the game?
1: I think the Cowboys win the game. You do? Yeah, I still think the Cowboys are a good football team. I don't expect them uh, – I, I don't think you that think they're – just think
0: the New Orleans Saints are better. Keep going. Yeah,
1: and I don't think but... they're a great team.
3: <laughs> so, so in the
0: official picks – I I picked the Cowboys. But I'm curious
1: why. Like, you're trying to make a funny joke?
0: I didn't try to make (laughs) a joke. I (laughs) just want America, if they just joined us, to know that you have the New Orleans Saints ahead of the Cowboys. I think that's a hot take, and I want them to be privy to that information in case they just turned on the channel with the remote control. With their clicker. What are you
1: doing with your phone?
0: (laughs) Daniel, how are you picking? I
3: agree that the Cowboys will win. How do you say that Kellen Moore will have a better day as an offensive play caller and then say the Cowboys will win the game?
1: Um, because I think the Cowboys' defense is still opportunistic to get takeaways. Thank you, they didn't Kim. do it last week. They usually right. do we more often than break. not, hey. so I do think that factors mm-hmm. into the game.
0: we got to go to break. Who do you have winning it? He's going to change That's his hilarious. answer anyway. So Who do you fun. have winning it?
1: Wow. Uh, the Cowboys. Hey, you need to get. Wow. Uh, hey, you, need to get right. you need to go get a cleanup.
0: Oh, Is that, my, is that what is? All right, is? let's go. Last let's week go. it looked so
1: good. And you know what? Oh
0: my God. <laughs> Damien, what Damien, Damien, look at me. Damien, you are in my house. Hold up, hold up. You're in my house. Yeah. And I want to apologize for how you're being treated right you now. See I don't treat people like this in my mine. You
4: know, I mean, yeah, these two like it's I mean, I'm still keeping a football. They are like so hot. You like, guys they've been a so high. It's like like running out of like, the that end was zone with like the fan that was football. That was the football. That's what Dax you know what, Molly, Marley, That's foul. what it is. We showed the video that's of him running out of the end zone.
1: That's what he's mad about. he has been very hostile. I don't want to beat my dog, Molly. You shouldn't You should
0: Stop making things awkward. Still the come. I can't. is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call one 800 DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5X miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Out of it. Whoa. Hey, what's happening?
1: That's that's Philly, right?
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right. Huge week in college football, so we bring in our sports betting analyst, Joe Fortenberry. In case you guys didn't know, even though Joe's in Vegas, he's from Philly. Joe, you feeling good? I didn't know
5: that. Molly, how Do you, you feeling? I, I, I made sure to not have this on when you had a chance to see me before. It feels like it caught you a little bit off guard.
0: It did. It definitely caught me off guard. It's the Absolutely. best I've
5: ever seen you look. Yeah. Um, Thank all right. you Dan yeah. It's a pleasure to be working Now, Knowing that Stephen A's out today It's a pleasure to be working with the B squad oh. okay.
1: Alright, alright We ready,
0: right. to, we ready right. to do this? All right. All right. Okay. Right. Uh, Joe, you're on a roll 8-4-1 on your picks this season Gosh, the hostility this morning Is, is just a lot for me <laughs> Let's start with a huge rivalry game Between 21st ranked Notre Dame And 10th ranked USC What's the play here, Joe?
5: I'd be betting the over in this game. Total's been coming down. It's sitting at around 60 right now. There are some weather concerns for South Bend on Saturday. 50 degrees, possible rain. But as of now, it looks like the storm front could be gone by game time. This comes down to two key things. USC's offense, which is number one in the country, scoring 50-plus points per game, going against the Notre Dame defense that might be out of gas entering this matchup. They played Ohio State. They played a big one against Duke, and then they had a big one against Louisville last week. Are they going to have the gas in the tank to get some stops here? Remember, midterms for Notre Dame this week, okay? So you add that on top of the schedule, it's a lot to process. On the other side, USC's defense continues to struggle. They've given up 28-plus in four of their six games this season. I do see Notre Dame finding a way to score, so I'm going over
1: 60 points. Not a single human being on planet Earth outside of South Bend knows that there's midterms in Notre Dame this week. And why would we? Do you think Notre Dame's offense can score? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I
5: mean, I saw San Jose State hang close to 30 on this USC defense. I saw Arizona State give them a run for their money. I saw Arizona hang a big number. And this isn't just this year. We go back to last season. Alex Grinch's defense has been a problem. This is one of the reasons why USC isn't a team that I would bank on to make the playoff. They've got the quarterback. They've got the coach. They've got the offense. The defense can't get enough stops.
1: I would take the under strictly because the weather, and I think Notre Dame's defense is really good. I also don't think Notre Dame's offense is going to score a ton of points. All
5: right,
0: and the midterms aren't affecting your midterms. Oof. Okay. Next up, let's switch over to the NFL as Joe Burrow in the two and three Bengals has Geno Smith and the three and one Seahawks. What do you like here, Joe?
5: Seattle plus the points in this one. Cincinnati's covered one point spread all season. That was last week against Arizona. Not exactly one of the heavy hitters in the NFL. So I think they're a little bit overvalued in this spot coming off that win. Remember. few weeks ago we saw them take out the Rams who have been very good this season, but then the following week the Bengals got absolutely rolled by the Baltimore Ravens, so consistency has been a problem for them this year. Enter the Seattle Seahawks. Two weeks to prepare for this game as they're coming off a bye, top six scoring offense, and they've already shown us they can go on the road and get a win. They went to Detroit in week two against a Lions team that had 10 days to get ready. They hung close to 40 points on them. They won that game in overtime, so with that offense and that rest, I think they can keep it close enough, we either win
1: this game outright or the three ends up getting us the cover. Yeah, I would disagree. I I like Cincinnati in this one. One, because of the way that we saw Joe Burrow finally move last week. That was the only difference. And Seattle secondary was struggling this year up until when they played the Giants. I think they can have success throwing the ball in Cincinnati.
0: All right. next let's switch over to tonight. Thursday night football uh, between the Broncos and the Chiefs. Joe, what's the play here?
5: Oh, ah, This one's not going to be for the faint of heart. I will take the Broncos plus the 10 and a half. I don't think anyone's going to want to get behind that. But there's a few reasons here. Some potential weather concerns in Denver tonight. High winds that could affect the passing game. The back door is going to be wide open here. Kansas City, as good as they've been this season, they throttle down in the second half of these games. They're 27th in the NFL in second half scoring. They're 31st in fourth quarter scoring. Why? They build up these leads and then they're able to just run the ball and grind out the clock as a good team should do. But when you're trying to cover 10 and a half points, that can be a problem. Uh, Keep in mind this season, all but one game Kansas City's played has been decided by eight or fewer points. In the last eight games, they played as a double digit favorite. They covered the spread only two times. Mahomes in this spot historically hasn't been good in terms of covering the spread. And as bad as Denver's defense has been, the offense has been top 10 in scoring and yards per play. I think the Broncos can keep it within 10 and a half tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think that because of the style of the Broncos' offense and the screen game, I think that helps. Also, we don't know if Kelsey's going to play or how healthy he's going to be coming off of that ankle injury. Division games are always tighter than normal. And the Broncos have played... At least encouraged football over the past two weeks. I think they should, they could keep it under ten and a half. Yeah.
0: All right. Joe, so, it's great to see you. Make sure to check out Joe's radio show, Carlin versus Joe. That's today at twelve.
1: Take that off your head.
0: Hi, Joe.
1: <laughs> no,
2: go, Phils!
0: Hey, I'm Molly Caram and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Looking at the MVP odds at Season Sportsbook, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite to win the award to a tuggle by Loa behind him. Josh Allen is tied with Brock Purdy for the third shortest odds with Purdy's teammate, Christian McCaffrey, rounding out the top five.
1: All right, top five quarterback list. This doesn't mean the five best players in the position. The five quarterbacks that have had the best season so far. We're going to go out to a number one pick in the NFL draft into a team that maybe is surprising some people in the 3-1-3, the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff. Jared Goff is playing top five quarterback in the NFL right now. The Lions are 4-1. He's got nine touchdowns, three interceptions. By the way, the only one loss that he had, he threw for 330 yards at home versus the Seattle Seahawks. The diversity of their offense absolutely helps. He's probably one of the best play-action-passing quarterbacks in all of football. He's got a passer rating that is well over 100. Jared Goff has reemerged as a guy that not only is one of the best quarterbacks in football, but a guy that Detroit is going to have to give another contract to. He's playing outstanding. Number four, Brock Purdy. No, not Mac Jones for everyone who wants to say that I hate Brock Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's got nine touchdowns, has not given the football away. Obviously, the San Francisco 49ers are no question the best team in football at 5-0. He's got over 1,200 yards. The ability for him to constantly make the right decision is what stands out to me. Also, he changed Kyle Shanahan's offense. Kyle Shanahan has become a better play caller and coach because Brock Purdy has unwavering trust what Brock Purdy's going to do in all of those big-time, high-pressure moments. Number three, Tua Tungavailoa. Through five games, the Miami Dolphins offense that he quarterbacks has got the most yards in the history of the NFL. He's over 1,600 yards. He's got 11 touchdowns. He's got, obviously, a plethora of weapons. But when Tua's on the field, this is the most dynamic and explosive offense we have in the NFL. Number two. Patrick Mahomes, and it's like been a quiet season for Patrick Mahomes somehow, some way. Ten touchdowns, four interceptions. He's over 1,200 yards for their offense, and he's doing it in games when sometimes Travis Kelsey doesn't play, and then sometimes his tackles aren't playing at a high level. and, and he's trying to find out who's that number two wide receiver behind MVS, and the number one quarterback right now, performance wise, is Josh Allen. rebounds from a horrific week one and has had four really good performances in a row. He's the best under center quarterback in football right now. Him and Stephon Diggs and the connection that they have. Josh Allen's accounted for 15 touchdowns already this year and three of those turnovers that he has, he has four in totality happened week one. He has been the best quarterback in football this season.
3: Can I just say delivery? That list is incredible. Forget the list. You're supposed to come on and jump. You're supposed to give me energy. You're supposed to do a little little dance or something. Dude, oh, you got to be me. yourself. You got to be yourself. So stiff and boring. Got it. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, first take, fam, you can scan the QR code that's popped up on the screen right now. Obviously, we always grade the list. We want you to grade it as well after I get it from these folks. It's a great list. All right. Let's, let, uh, let's it's break okay. this down. It's let's okay. this down.
4: Substance. It's okay.
3: But can I just ask in all seriousness? So Patrick Mahomes being two. Yeah. We talked earlier about how – we talked a lot about Russ, right? Yeah. And how those numbers look pretty similar. Right. Russ has two less interceptions than Mahomes. Yeah. I'm just curious. And you're like, Russ ain't the problem in Denver. Right. Where, did Russ ever enter your mind because you speak so glowingly of him?
1: No. Uh, he Like, I think the guys that were like six, seven, eight oh. to me were – Gino Smith was up there. Trevor Lawrence was up there. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on.
0: Didn't you say earlier in the show, no one's throwing the football better than Stafford
1: Matthews, was up there? Stafford? Yeah. Absolutely. No one is throwing the ball better than Stafford. Throwing it? Isn't that part of what the quarterbacks do? A hundred percent. Throwing it, no one, no one is spinning it better. But it's hard. Like, it's hard for me to take Jared Goff off that because of the way he's performing on a consistent basis. It's hard for me to take Brock Purdy off because of the way that he changed the offense. So, I absolutely – Stafford was, like, very fringe five for me.
4: Uh, here's my thing. We know that his greatness. Yes. Yeah. He's too Boy, bad. we put – Oh, yes. But Josh Allen is He's playing, playing better this year. He's too high. He's, He's too, too high. high. He's too high. If if, this if, we're, if, we're just tr- if we're just talking strictly, who's having better year this year? You don't think Tua's having a better year than Patrick Mahomes? Brock
3: Purdy, who we you know you Brock love? You think Brock Purdy's
4: having a better year than Patrick Mahomes? Right now. Right now. No. Not based on... Tua's not having a better year than Patrick Mahomes. You
3: said Brock Purdy has changed how Kyle Shanahan is calling games. And now we're You to say- want? You guys want hold the on, context uh, of the situation? Well, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you.
4: Did we not have, did we not have a conversation Buddy. of Brock Purdy being, a, being an MVP right now? Uh, he's in the MVP conversation for sure. Is he playing better than Patrick Mahomes right now? I don't believe that, no. You you guys, think, if Patrick, you don't think you don't think, not Tua, why you, you not think time,
1: you don't think Tua is playing better than Patrick Mahomes right now. If Patrick Mahomes was in Miami
4: and he was, oh, we, we see, it, there, it, see that. See there, you go. See that. See, there
3: it is right there. There it is
4: right there. Because you
3: started this segment saying this is not about who's the best quarterback. Right. It's about who's playing the best football right now. Right. And we right. have talked about Brock Purdy. We, being in the MVP conversation, we have talked about Tua. Yeah. Like, we're good with Josh Allen, but when we say right now.
1: So you, I, I just, so you guys mean to tell me I'm that just saying, you think Brock Purdy and Tua are playing better than Patrick Mahomes? I'm just going. Are off we of sure our Josh Allen is playing the
4: best right now? I think Josh Allen's playing the best this season. Yes. Okay. He's had he's had two games. He's had two games. All right. Zach Wilson played better than him, okay. yeah. and Trevor Lawrence played better than him. Would you agree with that?
1: Uh, Trevor what? Lawrence. I would say last yeah. week, but Trevor Lawrence had game of I would one of the best games I've ever seen Trevor Lawrence play
4: as a pro. But he played better than Josh Allen. Josh Allen got outplayed by Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence this year. I don't think – I'm not saying that Trevor outplayed him last week, no.
1: I, I think they both played really good football games.
0: What's your criteria?
1: Uh, what they look like on tape? Like, how, it, what is that
0: – Does win percentage – like, say for MVP, nah. right? A guy could ball out, but he might not win MVP if the, if the record's not – Yeah, I, I think it's so a good is, question. This
1: is purely on – I think the criteria is this. How is the quarterback playing – in the offense that he's being asked to operate, that means okay. scheme and with the people, mm-hmm. okay. and then is the quarterback in a situation where he's playing above and beyond mm-hmm. what should be asked of him? Given again those that that offensive scheme and player, I, I,
4: but what is, it, is he playing? The, what you just said, it, what it, you just said is not. Is Brock Purdy not doing wanted- that? As Absolutely. Well. He's okay. Fourth on the list. But Mike, here's my, here's my, here's my, here's my pushback. We're not, this is. This seems like a legacy pick right here. Like. It's like. It. Which, it smells which of I legacy. I thought
3: he was not. It's not about who. We're not raising the, guys,
4: the best of these. Guy, the guy's got 10 I'm touchdowns. Not, I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback. But we're talking about who's playing better right now. All right.
1: All right. So I want to hit step number one first. If, if these three guys, okay, even were in San Francisco's offense, do we think they're playing at a pretty darn high level? Yes. Right? Yes. Unquestionably. Yes. Those guys are going to be playing at a pretty high level. What do we want the conversation of, like, are they playing exactly with? So you're what? saying
0: his situation benefits him.
1: Well, every quarterback yeah, benefits from a situation. Now he's I playing like at he's MVP level. Did. I feel like we're doing a little tetan. No. He's, okay, like so we, let's do the thought
0: experiment the other way. Right. So what if Brock Purdy is playing on Kansas City or he's playing on I Buffalo? don't think
1: he's playing it, it the way that those two guys are, no. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. not a knock on Brock Purdy. The, Patrick Mahomes, his number two receiver is like up in the air. He's, he played week one without Travis. Last week, Travis missed some time during the game and comes back and injured. His right tackle has been benched twice. He's not played well. The left tackle's been error at very average. The right tackle, I believe, has more penalty flags than anybody in football at that position. And it's a revolving door of a Rasheed Rice or a Justin Watson or a Justin Ross or a, a Sky Moore when it comes to that number two wide receiver. This guy's number two wide receiver, Gabe Davis, is about to get a $70-plus contract this offseason. This guy's two, number two wide receiver is one of the best number twos in the NFL. This guy's number two wide receiver, we're
4: arguing if he's a number one. Okay can I just uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day I, I'm just going off of what what you said what you said what you said so what you said, said this
0: is what I understand when you say Matthew Stafford's throwing the football better than anybody yeah. I don't understand if he's throwing it better than anybody why he's not in your top 5 and I'm not was, trying to bust chops it's a genuine question
1: Well when I say throwing it better no one's got more wild throws on tape right now than Matthew like Matthew is throwing the absolute heck out of the football now there are five interceptions. I think three of them are on him. So that plays into it a little bit. It's hard to keep him off when okay. he hasn't so thrown any. So throwing the
0: ball well, even if it's to the other team. <sighs> wow. No, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, honestly, food. no, I'm not. I'm trying to learn from you. No, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's got
1: three interceptions. It doesn't, he doesn't have eight. He has <laughs> five. He has 5 I Is 5 I think two of them are off wide receiver's hands. But here's why I don't have Matthew on there. Because it's hard for me to take – these guys off, given what they're, what they're kind of doing on tape. That's all. Matthew what was in the What about Jalen Hurts?
0: I know you love Philly.
1: Jalen finally has started to look in the last two weeks like himself, very much so against the Rams. To be honest, like, they've played two games in torrential downpours, and I do think that's affected his performance. The last two weeks, he's looked like Jalen of last year. Yes. Okay. So you feel good about this list? You feel good? Yeah, I feel great confident? about it. Confident? Absolutely.
0: You you'd put money on it? De-lulu. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's get some grades. Let's work the room.
1: Kimberly, you're
0: up first. What would you like to grade this list? I'm going to give it a C
3: because I feel like with Dan, the goalposts move a little bit depending on which quarterback he's talking about. Sir, it's my time. Um, and based off of, I do a lot of TV with Dan, Thursdays have become, I love our Thursdays together, do you? but listening, but listening to him, cause I learned so much from you cause you're so smart cause you played in the NFL and all that. Um, but li- having the conversations about these quarterbacks and Russell and the way you talk about certain guys, and then to come here and assemble the list, the way you have, it leaves me a little perplexed. So I'm going to give you a C.
0: Okay. Average. Mm. Average, Damien, who would you grade it?
4: I'd give him a B-minus because I don't think he's holding up to what mm. what he laid out initially. Mm. As far okay. as There's the a little There's
0: inconsistency. There's a little inconsistency from, there, from 10 in the morning yeah. to 11.37. Yeah. There's some what hypocrisy happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And your biggest gripe with when it comes with to consistency is
1: that Patrick Mahomes is at number two?
0: Right. You know what? Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Well, let's, we, get, let's get to it. We a got America. a B minus. We got to see. C. Let's take it to the street. Let's take yeah. it. they're yeah. going to be honest yeah. at home. They're unbiased. They haven't done eight hours of TV with you. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay. About on okay. par with Woody and Kim. <laughs> Predominantly seasoned Bs. They there. call you average out, out in the streets. Mm. That's what they say
3: is. There's
1: nothing about my life that is average. <laughs>
0: How now more, you get it. Now you guys get it. How this much is why rational confidence am I gonna have to deal with today?
1: Well, I I, yeah. I I always want to be honest with you guys. Yeah. This is an honest list from me. I wrestled with having some guys in that five spot.
0: Did you come out of the womb this way or did was it over time?
1: I think I'm like Bane.
3: Bro, we just, we just we just watched that that run out the end zone.
4: The the, the, that's the I come out that's he, like this. that's why he's so feisty to Dan, man. cause we showed Happy it all the anniversary <laughs> Should
0: we roll <laughs> it one more time?
4: <laughs> what? The play? Yeah, do you want me to? Don't tell me they got it queued up. Oh, oh, my
0: God. My God. Oh, <laughs>
4: oh, no. No,
2: wait! The
3: uh, there he goes. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> look, at, look at those Ooh. legs. Look at that agility.
1: Running
4: for his life. Yup. Yep, let Look, his hair is at, ten times better now. Yeah. Like, his hair swag you know is so I, much better right now. Yeah,
0: you had more width then?
4: Like, on my he hair got my more
0: body? No, your hair. You just got more height.
1: Uh, n- no. Okay. I was just saying there's a little more width
0: with the hair. It was a bad haircut. Yeah.
1: Well, easy. I wouldn't even call that a haircut. That wasn't. That was after like having severe high school acne as well. So I went from like severe oh. high school acne to like a relatively poor presentation in the NFL. <laughs> Man, right and
0: don't even start. Okay. Look we grew now. up in the same state. You were like a superstar quarterback in Connecticut. Oh, was he don't trying to try be to like, Sad, oh. like, oh, I had acne?
3: you want the people to you believe. Were like, you were like, you know, all so you the
4: newspapers. You from- so want people to feel sorry. Dan, I know
0: about think that you as a high okay. school player I knew about you. So don't even try to be like, I had acne. Cool, so did I. I'll like I'm like, just saying that.
1: That's a poor presentation by me. Physically, like visually, it's it's not.
0: <laughs> oh you know what God. I love, though. You know what I love. I love the chin strap. You were you were in the club with the chin strap. I
1: obviously VIP the
0: the, section. Look bottle, at me now. Bottle, now, was, bottle service.
1: I did go to Las Vegas yeah. once. Yes, once. once. <laughs>
0: You can get bottle <laughs> service anywhere. Let's go to
1: break. Not where I grew up. <laughs> we need to help you.
0: You played in the NFL. You were in a big city. That's what I
1: look like when You're I played in the NFL. in
0: in New Haven and Hartford. What are you talking I about? don't have enough money to go do that. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Time for a quick take. Kimberly, Deshaun Watson's status remains unclear for Sunday's game with the Niners. What's the latest? Well, Molly, we won't hear from Deshaun Watson. He was supposed to—he was scheduled to talk today.
3: He is not talking to reporters. The last we heard from Deshaun Watson was two weeks ago when he said he would play in Week Four. He expected to play. He did not play then, and now. It's unclear if he will even be ready to go for Sunday's game against the 5 0
0: 49ers. Hmm. Staying in Kimberly's second residence, that would be Cleveland. <laughs> the Browns host the undefeated Niners, as she just mentioned. Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played since week three, as you know, mispractice, dealing with that shoulder injury, excuse me, that Kimberly just broke down for us elsewhere. In the AFC North, the Bengals host the Seahawks as they try to reach 500 before their bye. Joe Burrow threw for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and last week's win. Across the pond, the Ravens face the Titans Baltimore coming off a loss to the Steelers where it's only scored 10 points and Lamar Jackson had two fourth quarter turnovers. Pittsburgh on a bye this week finds itself atop the North standings despite having a minus 31 points differential. Now our analytics here at ESPN still project the Ravens to win the division giving them a 56 percent chance to do so. Kimberly which team are you most confident in to win the AFC North? I haven't given up on the Bengals. But when I think about who am I at this
3: point in week six, who am I most confident in, it's going to be the Ravens because I still need to see more from Joe. In the preseason, Joe Burrow, in the preseason, I picked the Ravens to actually go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl because I thought this was a collection of wide receivers that Lamar Jackson clearly, sorely, sorely needed. And when I looked at Sunday's game, it was that – of players who cost them the game. I don't care what Chris Canty or Stephen A. wants to tell you, but when I look at the Ravens, I see Lamar Jackson, a, a former unanimous MVP, who time and time and time again has had to do more with less. I don't think these receivers are going to be dropping passes at that high rate going forward. I think unfortunately, Ravens have dealt with injuries. But I think this is a good enough squad led by a healthy Lamar Jackson. I think they could actually go the distance.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Ravens dropped a prime opportunity to really kind of take a stranglehold Mm -hmm. on the AFC North. Yeah, good point. Um, You know, they let two games slip that they should have absolutely won. Ravens should really be undefeated right now. And I think what we see, what we saw from Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, sometimes you need a game. To kind of you know get you get you going, mm-hmm. and I think that game out in Arizona is exactly what the Cincinnati Bengals needed. We saw Joe Burrow; he had talked about during the week how much healthy, how much better he felt, and it showed out there on the field with his mobility, particularly inside the pocket. Obviously, Jamal Chase, when he said he's always open, literally he is always <laughs> open, and Joe Burrow fed him the ball as such. And so for me, when I look at the when I look at the Bengals. Obviously, they got the game against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They go into a bye. This is like the this is set up perfect for the Cincinnati Bengals going forward because they'll get healthy. I think the biggest thing with the biggest thing for the Bengals mm-hmm. is their their defense, particularly their young secondary. If they can continue to come together, that's the team that I'm looking forward to win the AFC North.
1: Yeah, I think confidence in the question is the biggest one. Like, as much as I want to believe in the Ravens. And I certainly did going into the year. I can't right now because of the lack of consistency being on the field, you know, with the wide receiver position. What is OBJ going to be when it comes to reliability of getting there? And then what's he looking like? The drops, the same with Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. I have very worry, very little worry about Mark Andrews and some of the drops from last week. Um, and just like those late game moments, I do think are a fair point. So as much as I want to believe in them, I have more confidence in the Bengals. My confidence in the Bengals hasn't really wavered. I've always felt Joe has to be on the field. He gives them by far their best chance, and they just have to figure out a way. And really, ever since he re-aggravated the injury, they've gone 2-1. and one. That one loss, uh, I believe, last week against the Titans, or two weeks ago, excuse me, and they got beat up and, and just didn't play well. This is a huge game against Seattle. If they can find a way to beat Seattle, which is not going to be easy, they go into the bye 3-3, three and three and they come out of the bye after more rest for that calf playing against the San Francisco 49ers. And then it's like, because I think they match up well against the 49ers, personally, and I think they have a very good chance, or they got a good chance to play well against them. So uh, because of how he looked last week when it comes to the movement, Um, And I think they have have one of the best players in football at his position, Jamar Chase. I just have more confidence in what I see on a consistent basis from the Bengals than I do the Baltimore Ravens. So
3: I love that the three of us agree. All three of us are confident in the Bengals. But when you talk to me about what I consistently see, and the only thing you can point to about the Bengals was last week, it was one game. That Titans game that you mentioned, the Titans were like, Joe can't move.
4: Right. right. He
3: literally just stood there. He got beat up because he couldn't move. Right. So have no doubt that when Joe is close to Joe physically, Bengals are the thing. They're the defensive champ. Yeah, I camp. think he so, is. Yeah. So. Coming off of I, last week. We need to see it. Just because he is saying, I feel as good... It's one game. So when, I, when you talk to me about what I consistently see, I saw one game of Ravens receivers dropping passes at an insane rate. Right. But I've watched the, the Bengals literally lost to the Browns, lost to the Ravens, beat the Rams, get bullied by the Titans. And last week you're telling me, okay, they, they, they beat the Arizona Cardinals and that's what gives me confidence? I, I, like that's not enough evidence to say the team I feel most confident
0: from what I've seen are the Bengals. That's all.
1: I think it's a two-team division.
4: I do think it's either the Bengals or the Ravens. That is fair.
0: Before we roll, real quick, best division in um, NFL right now?
4: I was going to say AFC North, um, but I think the Sean Watson situation is probably going to change it to the NFC West.
3: Okay. I will say AFC North because we have no idea. We're saying it's a two-team race, but – Theoretically, all four teams, it is up for grabs still, and at least it's interesting.
1: Uh, the NFC West, I totally agree. I don't think there's an easy win in that division. As much as we want to say about Arizona, they, they fight every mm-hmm. single game. They're a tough game. San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. The Rams, I'm telling you, are going to be in the conversation. The quarterback is playing very high-level football. No one's
0: throwing the football better.
3: And
1: Seattle. I
0: hear that. Smart guy. <laughs> no, keep going.
1: And Seattle is a very dynamic offensive football team. All
0: right, we'll leave it there, guys. Um, There's no
1: one who's throwing it better.
0: But not top five quarterback. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to a hundred bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung, smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod, and have a fabulous day. All right, so last time the Raiders and Patriots played, it was a wild finish. So it got me thinking, what's the wildest finish you ever saw in sports? Let's go around the table, folks. Two names, Matt Dodge
3: and Deshaun Jackson. Mm. All Matt Dodge had to do was punt that Mm. ball out of bounds. What does he do? Line drives straight to Deshaun Jackson. And man, oh man, that was
0: wild to see that. That, that, the Eagles coming back, that was a wild game. That's a good one. Yeah, they don't have the video for mine, but I'm going to go Ray Allen, you know, Connecticut, UConn guy. Uh, Now you want to
1: to stick up for Connecticut people?
0: Game six, corner three. Come on.
1: Who were they playing against? Do you remember?
0: Daniel, Mm -hmm. are you
3: being serious to Spurs? Just asking. Don't don't be that
1: guy. Wow. Um, I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard's shot that I still don't know how it went in versus, I think, the Sixers, Raptors, Sixers. I don't understand how this ball goes in still. It goes over the backboard, essentially, and just hangs on that rim. That's the craziest shot. I think one of the craziest shots I've ever seen in basketball, just the way it goes down. What I'm going
4: to say the walk-off, the Auburn. Um, oh, yeah, 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 2013 yeah, yes. Iron Bowl. Yeah, like, that yeah. was, I mean, that was, it was amazing. Like, the energy the, the energy from the, the call uh, from that game <sighs> That's was years un- ago unreal. Unreal. Man, look at this, man. Like Auburn's going to win the football what game. Auburn's going to win the football game. What was the most that-
0: wild game you were a part of?
4: The most wild? Uh... Oh, Super Bowls were pretty wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's
4: a good hate, flex. Uh, Super yeah, oh,
3: yeah. Bowls were pretty good. Yeah.
4: they ended with, kit, with with you know, game what winning. years kit. did you win? Uh 01 and 03.
3: <laughs> Daniel, what's the wildest football game you've ever been involved in? Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Woohoo! Hey, today's your day. I get <laughs> you. Bye. <good. laughs> <laughs>